Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there. Ever wonder what happens to all those amazing screenplays that never make it to the big screen? Or wonder no more. Welcome to Table Read Podcast, where we bring those undiscovered gems to life. Picture this. Talented actors giving incredible performances with the occasional laugh or blooper thrown in, produced by award-winning pros. From drama to comedy, TV pilots to feature films, there's something for everyone. And guess what? We release new episodes every week, so don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Table Read Podcast, where great stories finally get their chance to shine. Observer Pictures presents Boom, a serial drama podcast. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is Episode 2, Aftermath. So at 4.45, I kid you not, Ben walks over to my desk and throws down a stack of papers at least two inches thick. I need you to go through this for my case Monday morning. (laughs) Who the hell does that? As if it hadn't been sitting on his desk all day. (laughs) Wait, is Ben the Fred Savage looking guy? No, that's Elliot. Ben is the new guy who thinks I'm his personal secretary. I've set him straight. Did he do the paperwork? He did the paperwork. (laughs) Uh, uh. Are you going to eat the rest of this? Oh, go ahead. So, do you have plans Friday? No, you want to do something? Well, yeah. I was thinking we could go bowling, maybe? Who's all coming? Uh, Just you uh, and and me. Oh. All right. Sounds good. Got a pole. Twenty-eight-year-old male in an explosion. Possible collapse lung. BP and O2 stats unstable. Jen, Jen. Take it easy, Mr. Owens. You need to lie back down. <laughs> Who are you? Where am I? You're in the hospital. I'm Charlie, your nurse. You were in an accident, Mr. Owens. Porter, I need you to lie back down. We don't want to pull out your IV. What happened? Let me get your doctor. I'll be right back. Go ahead and lie down. Porter lies staring at the ceiling, trying to figure out how long he's been here. His vision is a bit blurry. He raises his hand to feel his face. It's swollen and numb. There is something in his arm. An IV. His left leg is in a full cast. There are bandages tightly wound about his head and torso. He can just make out familiar voices in the hall. He tries to sit up, but the pain is too much this time. 
here. Mom? Oh, dear God, you're all right. Mom. Ah. Oh, God, oh, God, I'm sorry. Look at you. I can't believe you're all right. He's hardly all right, Hannah. Dad? It's good to hear your voice, Porter. What are you two doing here? We came as soon as we could. You were in a coma. I was so worried. <laughs> How long? Three days. Jen, Genevieve, is she... Porter, let's not talk about that right now. (gasps) Mr. Owens, it is nice to see you fully back with us. I'm Dr. Dill. How are you feeling? I've, I've been better. I would say so. You have two broken ribs and three cracked. That's why moving around probably doesn't feel so good. You broke your left femur. That was a clean break. But your tibia was a compound fracture. That means the bone broke through the skin. We reset the leg, and it should heal nicely. We were mostly concerned about your head injury. You had cerebral edema, brain swelling from the fall. You were breathing on your own, but you were in a coma for roughly 30 hours. You've been in and out of consciousness since then. Do you remember anything? Fragments. (laughs) Well, that's all right. Memory loss is common. If everything checks out, you'll probably get to go home soon. Of course, you'll need someone to stay with you. We'll be here for as long as he needs us. Good. That's good. Physical therapy is going to be a must, Porter. We may have set that leg, but you won't be able to use it for a while. You'll be in a wheelchair for a few weeks until your ribs heal properly, okay? How long before I remember everything? Well, some patients never do. Now, sometimes it can all just come back or trickle in. It's really hard to say. Is there anything I can do to, you know, make myself remember? Um, well, uh, sometimes just a familiar voice or associated memory can trigger other lost memories. But you shouldn't focus on that right now. You do need to get better, all right? I'll come back and check on you soon. Just get some rest. I remember crying. That's that's all I have right now. I remember her crying. I don't want that to be the only thing. <laughs> Can you guys tell me what happened? Did the police anybody tell you anything? We we don't have all the the details, but we don't uh, need to talk about that right now. You need to rest. Mom, don't. <laughs> Go ahead, Dad. <clears throat> We, we, we don't have all the details, but the, uh, the explosion threw you down the stairs, and that supposedly saved you. And Jen? <sighs> of course not. I mean, I'm, I'm no. so sorry, Porter. She, uh, she said he... I think, uh, I think maybe she knew who did it. I should have stayed. I should have, I should have stayed. Maybe I, maybe I could have. Sweetheart, sweetheart. It's going to be all right. It might not seem like it now, but it will be. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm Detective Haley. Is there a chance we can speak for a few minutes? Now is not a good time. Of course, of course. But, Porter, if there's anything you can share right now, Can this I... wait? Mom, 
Dad, it's cool. Can you give us a minute? Are you sure? It's fine. I'm fine. Detective, I'm... I'm not exactly the most reliable right now. I... I can't remember much. That's all right. Just whatever you can remember will be helpful. Can you tell me about that morning? Well, we were gonna have breakfast, and, um... And I, I got there. She was... I don't remember exactly, but the TV was very loud. She was, she was crying. She was very, very upset. I, I think she told me I shouldn't be there. And she said something about he. He said I shouldn't be there. He who? I, I don't know. I just remember her saying he. I, th I think... I think she knew who did it. Okay. Anything else, Mr. Owens? What about the night before? We, we went bowling and ate dinner. And I took her home. And she went up to her apartment. I went home. Did you talk to her after that? No. Well, maybe. Fuck. Not, not that I can remember right now. I'm sorry. I don't think this is working. Okay. This is a good start. We can speak again when you're feeling better. Thank you, Mr. Owens. On Thursday afternoon, hours after leaving the hospital, Porter sits in a wheelchair in an interrogation room at the Metro Nashville Police Department. The room smells of stale sweat and burnt coffee. It's brightly lit and cold. Detective Haley stands in front of him. He didn't notice the first time, but now he sees that she's tall and muscular, and probably intimidating if need be. Right now, Porter doesn't find her intimidating as much as he finds her annoying. So, before that morning at the apartment, the last time you'd seen Miss Reynolds was the night before? Oh my god. Yes, I drove her home. How many times do I have to tell you this? You were on a date with Miss Reynolds? We went bowling and then got dinner. So yes. Yes. I, I have no idea why that matters, but yes. Did you talk to her after dropping her off at home? Again, I remember that I sent a text saying goodnight, but no, I did not technically speak with her. Did you see her go into her apartment? How much longer are we going to be here? I'm due for my meds. I just need you to answer the questions, and then you can go. I have answered your questions, every one of them, today and at the hospital. Why am I still Calm here? Calm down, Mr. Owens. Did you or did you not see Miss Reynolds go into her apartment? No. I didn't wait until she went to her apartment. Do I wish I had? Yes. Do I wish I'd just parked the car and walked her to her door? Definitely. But I didn't. She got out, I started the car, and I went home. Straight home? No, I stopped at a gas station down the road. And that's when you texted Miss Reynolds? Yes. Did she answer the text? No. Did you find that odd? A little, but it was late. Maybe she was getting ready for bed and didn't see it. I, I don't know. You seem to be remembering far more today than you did at the hospital. My doctor said that I might get more memories back. They've been trickling in, especially when I went back home. You live alone, correct? You already know this. So no one 
can verify if you were home between 1 and 8.30 a.m. Again? No. You said that you didn't go up to her apartment. Why not? What? Why didn't you go up to Miss Reynolds' apartment? You were on a date. You two were old friends, known each other since... since high school. This wasn't your typical first date. Did something go wrong? No. So why wouldn't she invite you up for a nightcap or something more? <laughs> oh, I get it. You think I did it? Did you, Mr. Owens? No! I told you there was a guy. Someone she might know. Plus, why would I blow myself up? You didn't. Have you seen my wheelchair? I beg to differ. <laughs> Maybe you messed something up. Maybe the bomb went off early. You said you had to leave to call for help. So because I wanted to call for help, I'm guilty now. Wow. There wasn't a phone to use? No, detective. Jen just had her cell, and I told you that I couldn't get a signal. <laughs> okay, so I did it. What's my motive then? You've been interested in Miss Reynolds for years. Obsessed, maybe. She finally gave in and went out with you, but it didn't go as planned, so you- So I snuck into her apartment, drugged her, and strapped her with explosives. Then I come back later to pretend to help her? <laughs> yeah, that seems legit. How did you know she was drugged? Because I was there! I saw her! Okay, okay. Fine. Let's just move on. What's your degree in, Mr. Owens? Engineering. Specifically? Mechanical engineering. What is it you do for a living, Mr. Owens? I'm a computer technician. So you build computers? <laughs> yes. So, would it be hard for you to build a bomb? Technically, no. Technically? I'm not a pyrotechnician. My exposure to bombs is watching speed too many times. Do you know anyone who could make a bomb? So now I have an accomplice. Just covering all the bases. You've been questioning me for over an hour. I think your bases are covered. Then help me out. Who do you think did this? I don't know! If I knew, I would tell you in a heartbeat, but it's someone she knows, knew, someone she knew. Did she say that? No, but she said she wouldn't let him hurt me. When did she say this? I don't, I don't know. After I called 911, I think. Okay, but you said your phone wasn't working. I'm, I mean, after I tried to call 911. We've been in here for over an hour, Mr. Owens, and you're just now telling me this? I told you about her knowing the guy, but the specifics, it's all a little fuzzy, you know? Supposedly being thrown down a flight of stairs, we'll do that to you. Can you think of anyone who would want to hurt her like that? No, no one. All of our friends are pretty low-key. I've met nearly every guy she's dated. No one stands out as, hell, how would I even know? Isn't that your job, detective? <clears throat> okay. Now I've told you everything. And unless you're arresting me, I'd like to go home and take exorbitant amounts of painkillers. Please stay close to home, Mr. Owens. We may need to speak again. No problem. I have nowhere else to go. Join us again next week for another episode of Boom. This episode featured the voices of Garrett Delosier as Porter, 
Charity Spencer as Genevieve, Wendy Keeling as Detective Haley, Stephanie Hall-Weedan as Mrs. Owens and Nurse Charlie, Peter Aylward as Mr. Owens, and me, Michael R., as the narrator. Production sound, Matthew L. Hankins. Assistant director, Amanda Lorraine. Sound design, Joshua Sui. Original music, Brian Irwin. Editing, Faith McQuinn. Sound mixer, Michael Bowers. Production assistant, Delilah Ferrer. Casting, Courtney Edwards. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. For more information on the show, including a full list of cast and crew, and where to find us on social media, please visit boom.observerpictures.com. Thank you for listening. Anna Sheridan, New York Times bestselling author of Supernatural Horror, missing for nearly six months now. That's not possible. Is the compass broken? Or did I turn to the Given the circumstances of her disappearance, someone with a more vivid imagination might decide she'd pierce the veil, so to speak. Weak radio signal. 700 meters. Closing fast. There's no place for ghost stories and close encounters in this investigation, or any other. I need you to find me. What else would it be? The Sheridan Tapes, a serialized horror mystery podcast. Stream the complete series today on Realm and on all podcasting platforms.